Radio. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy T. It's B, and you're on the ride up. What's uh-huh. going on, T? Uh-huh. Right, man. You know, this is not a week, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> out here making money, trying to get that get that paper, baby. You know how it is. And we've been doing this the, over the whole week, going hey, through our... Uh, going through it. You know what I mean? Like this. All through social media. <laughs> pride in the IG, pride in the, pride in the Facebook and the Twitter, Snapchat. Yeah, just trying to, trying to interact with everybody. Yeah. You know, we have these conversations in our group chat in, from time to time. Lots of feedback. <laughs> Who's the funniest? Lots of conversations. What's, what's the best sitcom? What's the best Martin character? Yeah. So, like, that was the one that jumped out of out to us. Like, yeah. what? who is the best think, Martin character? I think, I think out of all the stuff we did was the Eddie, <clears throat> the Eddie, uh, Eddie movies. The Eddie movies. I think that got the most reaction out of everybody because... You know, I think when people was like, hey, man, this is my favorite movie. You forgetting this movie. You forgetting yeah, that movie. that's always happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, you miss one and you're like, oh, you forgot it. Like, nah, it's just not in my top five. Your top five can be different. It's all subjective, my dude. So, over the week, uh, <clears throat> we listed uh, our, I listed the top 10 of my 80 movies, but for, for time constraints and for people not straining anybody's brains, I did a, 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 a shortened version of just the top five. <laughs> top five. Okay. And Brian, you did a top five. Yeah, I did. And we had a, other, a couple other people do a top five. Yeah. So, and I and it's funny because I wanted to make sure that we had the perspective of more than one person from our generation, some some people from the generation before us, mm-hmm. and some under us, where it's like, Eddie's had enough movies and had, there's enough access to his movies that more than one or two generations can have be exposed to his stuff. Right. So, like for instance, uh, we had a younger, I had a younger kid whose favorite Eddie movie was Norbert. <laughs> I had one a little older than him, and his favorite Eddie movie was Life. Mm-hmm. So it's like two movies that would have never even hit my radar as being my favorite Eddie movie. Right. Are like their favorite movie, not just Eddie movie. Like some these are some of their favorite movies. It's like. Like Norbert was just a movie that we went to see for yeah, me. Right, life was a was a big movie at the time, but you know what I'm saying I wasn't thought of it as my number one Eddie movie. No, so I and Norbert is funny, and 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 so is um Rasputin. Life. Like, yeah. <laughs> funny. So is uh, so is life. Definitely, I think we talked about life on the last episode, and it's it's just way too sad for me to ever, ever actually put it in my top ten or top five. You know what I mean? It's, it's, but it's definitely funny. Um, it's you're, you're happy to see Martin, Bernie Mac, um, all of them. Yeah, everybody that's on yeah. on that screen in that movie. It's Got like, toy. So yeah. it's a classic as far as that concerned. Like Eddie was good about putting you know comedians together. Put yeah. you know Red Fox and Harlem Knights. Stop, man. That's me. My my breath is me. Like trying to figure out how I'm gonna put Harlem Nights in my. Brian is bouncing back and forth on his top five. So Eddie movie. Okay, so I'm gonna have to talk about two honorable mentions. So, so me and Brian have two different uh, number ones. Uh, So you want to get get my eyes off? Brian's number one is Trading Places, and my number one is Coming to America. Now, Coming to America is in Brian's top five. Yes. Trading Places is not in my top five. That's it. It's a, a respected movie. It's tra- but travesty. I, but I was, I, you know what I'm saying? I have a reason why it's not my top five, but... Okay. Tell me why you think Trading Places is Eddie Murphy's <clears throat> best movie. Trading Places is Eddie Murphy's best movie because it's just, like, one of the greatest comedic performances... Of all time, especially in the eighties, like of the eighties, definitely. Okay. Um, like he was just hitting his stride, just came out of SNL. Um, like he starts it off as a bum mm-hmm. <laughs> with the no legs scam, the finesse, <laughs> the super finesse, and that like, oh man, and the cops pull him up off the off the chair. Like, <laughs> come on, man, that's like gold. Um, Danny and Dan Aykroyd when he bumps into Dan Aykroyd, it's like. It's the most hilarious thing because you like we can all picture that happening to us in our like yeah. So, so for me, the I guess the reason why uh, 
I don't necessarily look at Trading Places as my top five Eddie movie. It's because when I was younger, Dan Aykroyd was really big to me. Like, I didn't see Eddie, like, in the just the overall comedic world, I didn't see Eddie Murphy as, like, this gigantic figure and Dan Aykroyd was all the way down here. Dan Aykroyd was A-list comedy movie, you know what I'm saying, type of guy because he was an SNL guy as well. So that's my perspective. That's not the reality necessarily, but my perspective of it. So when I saw that movie, I didn't see an Eddie movie. I saw a Dan Dan Aykroyd and and Dan Aykroyd movie. Right. I mean, Eddie had the most screen time if you actually like look at it. I think it was like, it was 60, 40, 70, 30 maybe as far as star power who, who was the leader of the movie. But... It yeah, was, they they develop. Like, that's a, it's actually a well like if you just just take it great, out of it, it take it out movie. of yeah. You just it's well paced. You see, you develop Eddie, then you develop or then you develop Dan first, then develop Eddie. You get like uh, Eddie's you know previous life, and then you get the, the the plot twist, and you you see it like build, and it's it's a like it's a well made movie just period. But yeah, like um. I don't know. I, I I didn't look at it like that because I mean Dan Aykroyd is obviously a com, you know a, a, a movie com, comedy legend like Blues Brothers, Ghostbusters, Coneheads, Coneheads. Um, wasn't he in um Three Amigos? Yeah, no, 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 no. That was no. Steve Martin, not that. Okay, so oh, that's my movie. Yeah, oh, no, I love Three Amigos. <laughs> Why is that on? Where is that? It's on Netflix. It's on Prime. Come on, somebody step up. I have it on DVD. Yeah, somebody okay. step up because I don't own DVDs no more. Um. No, I just I just didn't see I see it as I, I'm following Eddie. I'm not really following Dan Aykroyd. Okay. So, you know, I, I hear you, but it's it's Eddie's movie to me. So Trading Places is it's it's a great movie. Not 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 debating <laughs> the, the greatness of it. And one of the funniest parts in coming to America is based settle, on trading places. Settle your nerves. <laughs> Settle your nerves. Hey, look, bro. it is a part, a small part yeah, of needs- the movie, but it's not. I can name ten funnier spots in that entire movie. Okay. This is this is why Coming to America is is one of the greatest comedies of all time. Definitely Eddie's best movie. Okay, his best movie. His best movie. Okay, by far. So you- from the beginning okay. to the end. Just from uh, the royal penises, clean your highness, <laughs> to him and Arsenio Hall's little stick fight, mm-hmm. to the the montage to of the uh, Vanessa Bell Calloway, to to my man serenade him. She's your queen of beasts. Come on, man. This is just the, just like in the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> the first five minutes of the movie. Then you you have. You get to America, and he's like, he's like, yeah, take me to, take me to, to New York, he, and he goes to New York, and and the second he gets there, it's, he gets real, he gets real, yes, fuck you too, <laughs> like that was, like I feel like, I feel like the the embodiment of who Eddie Murphy was at that time was in that movie, and that's and I've named five spots already, and we didn't even get nowhere yet, the barbershop. Every barbershop scene was clutch. He played like four or five characters in it, and all of them were fire. Yeah, the barbershop scene is a classic. Them going to the the part their their apartment, and he's like, he, he, he's like, we need mega accommodations. <laughs> yeah, it's a real shithole. That's <laughs> a real sh- like he, that was like the perfect super for a crappy. A part oh, that was yes, yes. No, uh, coming to America, I can't even, I can't fake like it's not like a one A one B situation. It's not, bro. It, it's trading, not. Yeah, trading place. You you are sleeping, bro. On the on the train scene, on the gorilla, and that was a, the, it's a great, that's a great scene. scene. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great scene. But okay, sell, sell, sell scene. Come on, bro. Like, come on, man! Like, you ain't never met not Martin Luther King. It was the Dukes. It was the Dukes. You ain't never on, met Martin Luther King. Oh my God! The barbershop scene is is one of the top uh, three. God damn! What you got here? <laughs> so, oh, it's just nothing but oh boy, that ain't nothing but entrepreneur. Ain't nothing but entrepreneur. Come on, man! The, <laughs> 
Randy Watson? Randy Watson? No. That's, that's, actually, I don't, I'm not even a big, I'm not a big fan of the, uh, the fundraising scene. What? I'm not really Central Chocolate. That doesn't, what? It's not, that doesn't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. That boy, that boy good. <laughs> good and terrible. <laughs> donations, donations. I don't even kick your ass. <laughs> Come on, man. The old Eddie in the, like Arsenio and Eddie in the crowd was funny. Like Randy Watson is not funny. Anymore. But it's a classic scene because everybody sings. When people sing that song, they sing it the way Randy sings it. They don't sing it the way Whitney sing it. They <laughs> sing it the way Randy sing it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's true. I I, I just uh, coming to America. I love, and I love to, I, it's and now my... the best. All the DJs want is to fill my breast. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Hiccup. It's it's number two on my list, bro. Just I can't. I can't. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. So so glow is is just you know yeah. I'm not. I'm not moving off it. Be number two, man. It's not. It's not. It's not gonna move. That's crazy. Coming to America. If anything so, moves, it'd be it'd be Beverly Hills. So what's your number? So 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 coming to America is your number two. It'd be my number two. My number two is Harlem Nights. Cause that's like comedy legend. But you know why your logic doesn't fit for Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Harlem Nights is an ensemble cast. That's why it's my number two. It fits perfectly. That's why it's my number two. Okay. Because by the time Harlem Nights came out, Eddie Murphy was clearly established as the go-to guy. Yeah. By the time Harlem Nights came out. He he still was ascending when Traded Places came out. Because he had... Like five movies. It was just ascending. Not he was at the big. This is Trading Places was his first. He had like five movies movie. at least between Trading Places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By and time Harlem Nights. Right, by time Harlem Nights came out, he was the comedy guy. Like uh, it was bar none. Richard was basically handing him the torch with that movie. Because you had you had three generations of goat status in that movie with, with Red Fox, Harlem Nights, which uh, Red Fox with. Uh, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Um, shoot. Uh, Robin Harris. Robin Harris is in there. Uh, Charlie Murphy's in Charlie it. Charlie Murphy's in it. Arsenio's in it, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, Tommy Strong's in it. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, Tommy Ford, I think. I'm, I'm getting it. We know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, you okay. ain't got no job, man. <laughs> We're going to get into that. Um, it just they, a, it's, they, it's, got, they got it. Let's see. It's a let's let's break that down. We got we got uh Ronaldo Reyes in there. Ronaldo Reyes in and he had a cut scene in the beginning. Yeah, he's like he, he's like unless you're gonna buy from him, and I ain't selling, <laughs> and I ain't buying either. Della Della is in the in the, in the movie. Man. Shot the pinky toe. You know what oh, I mean? Shot the pinky toe. Shot the pinky toe. Oh, he, he, you fucking with heavyweight. <laughs> Hollow Nights is is just man. Hollow Nights. Now, I got Harlem Nights. That's and, that's when Layla Bashan was yes was a one. She was the like certified. she's still a queen. Yes, right. no, she's yeah, still yeah, a queen. yeah. And I don't, I'm not going to disrespect her because she's, she's still a queen. Yeah, don't. But don't. that's when she was. She yeah, was like, she was in her prime. On her in her prime, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Still, as far as beauty is yeah, concerned, yeah, yeah, still. But definitely as a black person, queen. She, she's a queen now. So I yeah. don't want nobody to get that. Yeah, don't disrespect no Layla Bashan because because the Layla Bashan now still walk our hand and. Turn heads <laughs> exactly. If you haven't seen what she looked like twenty years ago, right? You just you just the comparison sometimes yeah, people comparisons throw you off. Yeah, but you know, no disrespect. So your number three is my number three is BHC one, which is Beverly Hills Cop, the first one. Okay, mine is Boomerang. That's your number four. No, Boomerang. Is oh, okay. Three. How long I should talk? Boomerang's your three? Yes. So. So here's the thing. Okay. People tell me that I got I have boomerang high on my list, and I accept that. But with boomerang, like, I watching Eddie Murphy, like watching who Eddie Murphy was, like Eddie Murphy didn't come off to me like some sex symbol. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really like a like a true sex symbol. He was a funny dude. Like chicks that would like him, like oh I hit him because he's funny. I like his personality. Nobody said he was like. You know what I'm saying, oh my god, you know. So it's like True. I related to that that person was like when I was younger. It's like, oh, you're not really, you know, what I'm saying the one they're looking at for. Oh, he's he's sex appeal, but right. personality. So for him to be able to go and play a role where he's like the A one alpha sex symbol that all the ladies want, he getting all the ladies. Yeah, that was always my type of movie. Anyway, you know, I had friends who was watching. You know, what I'm saying gangster movies and stuff. Like I want to watch the movies with. 
it's a smooth like Billy D. Williams type type uh, vibes, and he gave you that Billy D. Yeah, he and did. he started off the movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> In all just running through him, <laughs> just running through him. He, he, he pulls up the car. <laughs> he pulls up the car and see Robin's. You got a you oh got a movie. We got Robin Givens. He got Tisha Campbell. We got Layla Vashon. And Earth he get Hollenberg. <laughs> and Earth And he had Grace Jones on his line. Oh, and Grace Jones. And he yeah. had Grace Jones on his line. Yeah. And who knows how many other. Just that you could tell the legend of Marcus Graham. Yeah, yeah. Said Marcus Graham got them all, <laughs> and then it was just, it was funny. And you know, Martin's my guy. David Allegra's my guy. Yeah. And those they helped make that movie so funny. Can we segue just real quick because we're going to talk about nineties comedy? Okay. Since we're bringing up Boomerang and saying David Allen Greer is an underrated, super legend. underrated. He's still working like twenty nineteen, still in sitcoms, still getting calls, like. From Living Color to 2019 to have that legacy Absolutely. is amazing. Like I, I respect. I, I actually tweeted this the, what his, months ago. He, he, st- he still, he was still in scenes. He never, he, I mean, he never got a leading role in any movie. Right. But he stole scenes. Like even in Boomerang, when they working out on the on the on the exercise pitch, yeah. and Ma is talking, talking smack to him. He starts pumping. Yeah. <laughs> he starts pumping. Even then. I'm like yo. Let's go to Martin's show, David Allen Greer, his, oh, his, the pastor. Reverend Lonnie Love, you know man. Bandit the... mine eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. David Allen Greer. David, yeah. But David Allen Greer and Tommy Davidson, uh, both those guys from, from Eleven Color were like underrated, Super slept underrated. on. And they probably they probably had some 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 demons in, in their way, yeah. slowing them down. But I'm pretty sure some other people just played the game a little better than they did. And that's why they didn't get the Opportunity to some people because I mean Tommy Davidson I mean what he did on Martin I mean um, the two episodes he was in was was hilarious plus Woo plus did you miss me uh Ronell uh <laughs> he should not Martin <laughs> that was one of the best episodes. you know what I yeah. was just happy to see that Martin got the last impression like Dom- Tommy Davidson dominated those two episodes but to have Martin come on at the end. Mm-hmm. With Jodeci, yeah, give it a bone. Like that was that was classic for me. And I was like, I'm, I'm, but I love that 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 appearance by Tommy Davidson. Uh, okay, let's let's push so, Martin back to the side. So okay. okay, so your number three is Boomerang. It's Boomerang. I love Boomerang. And you know what? Another thing is is because you know how I'm, <clears throat> I'm big on music. Babyface is like one of the ghosts to me, and Babyface had his imprint on that that soundtrack mm-hmm. and it's like the songs that they use like music just makes scenes yeah so to have uh those songs like when him and holly had that 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 riff because he went and hit hit uh robin <laughs> yeah like when they had that tony brassett record come it just fits so perfectly and i was like oh i love this movie uh soundtrack is all time oh yeah so, um, so your number three is my three, number three is beverly hills cop that's my tell number you four. okay so hold on it's number three because it spawned a whole franchise. Won't argue with you because I won't argue with you on it because if 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 the United if it was United that I had to move Boomerang to number four and put Beverly Hills Cop at number three, I would. <laughs> but just so happens that it's just my number four. Okay, it's my it's, number four. It's it's Beverly Hills Cop was so like important. Because it's not even like a buddy, a, a white black buddy cop uh, movie. It's like him, like you don't think so? No, not really. Because it's him coming up on his those two um, throughout well, that, guess, that first guess, one. I guess part two was more of a buddy. More, that, buddy. that one's more of a buddy but, buddy John. Yeah. Like at the end, they 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 were tagging along each yeah. time. Like yeah. Banana and the tailpipe, all, all those was playing on those white dudes. They he kept getting up on those white dudes. And like that's one of the fun. Like that was maybe a little rare to see <clears throat> in that time. It was in ninety four or something like that in nineteen eighty five? Like three when those movies came out. But man, it was it was a great. Beverly Hills Cop is all time. And if you're listening to this or watching this right now, and you've never seen Beverly Hills Cop, or you're just not familiar with it, do yourself a favor. Get familiar. Matter of fact, put it like this. Get sharp. Any movie that we mention, get sharp. Go see. Get shot. Period. Don't have an opinion until you go see it. Yeah. Just as simple as that. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched the collection of Eddie movies that we're about to talk, where we are talking about, 
man, you are missing out on comedy gold. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're, you're depraving yourself of a bunch of laughs that you definitely need to go see. Then this is this is excluding raw and delirious. Absolutely. That that's getting kind of a little bit controversial, but um, my number five. Okay, your number four was Beverly Hills Cop One, right? Uh-huh. All right, so my four, my number four was another forty eight hours. That's my number five. Okay. <laughs> That's my number five. See, that's it's funny. That's why we're friends. So, like, <laughs> and the thing about it, the funny, you're right because a lot of you'd be surprised how many <clears throat> don't watch, haven't seen another forty eight hours. Another forty eight hours is him being the mastermind. Like yeah. number forty hours was Nick Nolte's movie. Uh, another forty eight hours is Eddie Murphy's, and that's that's. It's funny because you have these the, the how the dynamic changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't really get a chance to to watch that happen a lot of times. A lot of times they they'll still try to force the former, you know what I'm saying, a headliner to be the headliner. It's like and just watch them just miserably get upstage. It's like, all right, let me get off the way and let this guy be the guy, but still gave Nick Nolte the chance to have his gritty performance. And they just played, both of them played their roles so perfectly. Absolutely. And, like, another 48 hours is just a gritty, R-rated action movie with a bunch of comedy. It's a bunch, it's still... Roxanne! And the, um, the concert scene with, uh, uh, the, the, um, where they, where he goes, smashes the young, the, the joint in the bathroom, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're in the, we're in the uh, club. In yeah. the club, yeah, in the yeah. club, and... and <laughs> That was one of the funniest That's spots. That's when Nick Nolte got his ass beat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, him punching Nick Nolte in the face. Um, hey man, what you do that for? Because you <laughs> Nick Nolte's voice just makes anything for me. Like, he needs to be doing voice casting. Now. I wanna, Still, yeah, to this day. I want to see Nick Nolte do a, a young girl <clears throat> in an animated series and have his, the regular voice. Dude, Talking the, like this. The MCU should definitely try to find a, 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 a CGI character for him. So what's, what's your number five? My number five is BHC2. Okay. Oh, you got him right. Okay. Um. Well, I have another 48. I said one and 40 hours and then two. So you got both of them in your top five. Yeah. Which guess, is understandable. Which I, is understandable. Um. Out of the five plus the one, which is your Harlem Nights, I've watched Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2 I used oh, to always watch them back to back. Yeah, yeah, I, I watched them. Used over, to watch them back to back. I watch them over and over again, like back and back to back. So yeah. it's kind of like they they belong together. I can't really take one and say, oh, this other one's not in my top five. Should, I think Beverly Hills Cop might have funnier, bigger laughs than um um one did. I think the main reason why I watched them back to back is because they came out before I was really watching like movies on my own. Mm-hmm. So when I finally got the chance to put in movies that I wanted to watch. Like, I would watch them, but my memories, like, sometimes I would used to have to, early on, I used to have to watch them to see what scene was from what movie. That's how closely connected they were. You know what? Other, I'm going to go back to my trading places. The other thing that makes trading places number one is the Jamie Lee Curtis scene. I love Jamie Lee Curtis, by the way. <laughs> it's, Jamie it's, Lee Curtis is amazing. And it's not on the main, for, it's not on the TNT <laughs> the jump. So I, I, I grew up watching the the made for TV edit. You okay. know what I mean. But then I got to see the um, you know what I mean, the raw uncut jump, and I was like, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis is naked. Okay, <laughs> yeah, this might be not number one. Not that's this number, jump. So yeah, Vanessa Bell Calloway had to get naked for that to be number one for coming to America. Yes, it, yes, come yes. Come on, yeah, yeah. She she definitely should have. She could have put it over the top, and that would have been you know. She, you know, Vanessa Bell Calloway still looks damn near the same. She's, yeah. she's, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's underrated as far as um top, um, top dimes. Of the, of so, this. this is what I want you to give me. I want you to give me a honorable mention. Okay. <clears throat> and your least favorite Eddie movie, or your most, or what, what Eddie Murphy movie you think has, is the most overrated? Oh, wasn't it? It could be the one. Just the worst or the old, or overrated? However you however you pick it. But what's your what's your honorable mention? Um, we you you talk you have it in your five. Um, I'm gonna have two honorable mentions. Okay. So Harlem Nights is in my honorable mention. It's it's six. Okay. It's gotta it's gotta be there. And then my um my honorable mention number two, which I'm gonna talk about, is Golden Child. Okay. Reason Golden Child is has a special place in my life because I went to see that movie. 
Like it, it was, it was like Eddie. Mo- oh, Eddie back Mo- in the day, there's something. I, I think that's a lost feeling. Like now, people don't have that feeling mm-hmm. anymore. Where it's like when you remember going, to, like because you're so commonplace. You go right. to the movies every week now. It's, they don't have the same feeling, but back then it's like you went to maybe once. Event. So you sometimes went to a movie once a year. Right. So it's like when you went, if you remember who you went with, right. you remember what you had, yeah, what no. you wore that day. Sometimes like you remember, every, it was a whole day like a special. It was like a birthday. Yeah, it was you remember event. it, especially if you got the full price movie. Like my mom's, <laughs> my mom's was like, we go to a movie, but we going to see so, it when it's six, seven months and it was in the five dollar jump. You okay. know what I mean? The two fifty jump, whenever it was back then, we got to see that jump full price, and it was like, yeah, it's it's something special. When so you- so why is coming? So why is Golden Child? Well, what about Golden Child made you list it then? Golden Child, it was it was an Eddie Murphy action. It it was in a, it's it's a Eddie Murphy vehicle. It's him, Eddie Murphy being Eddie Murphy. Okay. So it's definitely funny, um, but it might have been like going back. It's it's dated. Like you go you go back and see. It's I like, think that was the problem for me. I think because for some reason people used to talk about Golden Child like it was like a really good movie I think it was because they just liked Eddie but nobody had it mm-hmm. so if I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see it in the theater nobody yeah. had it on VHS at the time so like by the time I finally got to see it mm-hmm. it was like the the graphic the, the quality of the yeah, movie yeah, was yeah. just I'm like I couldn't sit through it it was He-Man level cheap on the graphics you know? <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I feel that way about He-Man I saw that the, I remember going to the movies to see He-Man in there, just glued to the seat and the screen, didn't move, didn't blink, watched it from beginning to end, and both of the adults that was with me was asleep five minutes in. I love He-Man the movie. They were five, and then I watched, and the thing about it is I watched it in the theater, I didn't see that movie again until I was an adult, Yeah, and I didn't see it on TV. What happened was, I ended up telling one of my friends, a good friend of mine, that I'd seen this movie. I hadn't seen it. I want to see it again. She ended up getting me the DVD as like a, a, a like a Christmas gift or something like that. Just a, and I watched it and I was like, wow. <laughs> That's this, bad. The, the, <laughs> it's a bad the, movie. It is a really, really, <laughs> really bad. It was worse than black exploitation movies at its worst. <clears throat> Yeah, the worst of the worst black. black it was movies. worse than that. Like the, the the. Uh, I mean, Flash the Gordon. Photography that movie was bad. It's Flash Gordon bad. Like it's it's not even like. And I still didn't care. Right, you still watch it. I, I've watched it like five or six times yeah. over my lifetime. If if it's on TV, I'll probably watch it. But it's never on TV, so because it's that bad. Um, <laughs> so that's what Go, Going Child is just like a. You Yo, know, you realize Dolph Lundgren has been the Punisher. He man, Drago. He's uh, he's 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 put himself. He got into a couple. He got a couple other people on his dope too, though. He's been a couple other people. Shoot, yeah. Batman's just in Aquaman. He's still doing it. He's still doing. It. He was in Arrow. No, but he was these people though. Yeah, he yeah, was no, he was man. <laughs> he was the Punisher. The Punisher he's movie. Drago. The Punisher movie. His Punisher Dolph movie is, is a funny. goat out here whole time, man. Yeah, we need to give him his roses. He needs to stop making these directed DVD movies and get some action, some live action. Yeah, he needs to. They need to respect my man with with the same, you know, same levels they got. uh, Kurt Russell. So I'm my honorable mention before you give your least favorite or most overrated A movie. Mm -hmm. My honorable mention movie uh, had because I feel like I don't like if I was to do a top ten, you know, uh, Beverly Hills Cop two. Would be it would be in my list. I, my and and this so I think a lot of people don't know about distinguished gentlemen. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there it is. My honorable mention mm-hmm. for Eddie Murphy movie. I'm going to make it Vampire in Brooklyn. Okay. Because that is, that's yeah. I, I slept on. And uh, Charlie Murphy wrote that movie, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Rest in peace, buddy. Uh, because I feel like it's slept on. That's a slept on movie, I think, because it's like you got a comedy guy doing a vampire movie. 
because that's a it was vamp- a straight up vampire movie. It wasn't like vampire, a, a comedy. That's a that's a that's a legit genre. So yeah. you really don't have, like at the time you really didn't have anybody doing like like a comedy mm-hmm. version of a vampire movie. Yeah. But it really, I mean, it had humorous moments because uh, I think uh, and some of it, if you look at it Kadeem now, Hardison, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just funny. Yeah. And Eddie's funny. So it had some, it had elements of funny, but I don't think it was a funny, funny movie, but it was a good movie. It's a really good vampire movie. Yeah. But no, they don't mention it a lot. So it's, it's my honorable mention. All right. Yeah, and and that's, that's, that's what's up. I, I like, um, I think I've seen it like, like two or three times. I'm not, not the, not the, my favorite Eddie Murphy movie, but it's definitely, uh, as far as the genre is concerned, a good a good piece like you, you you can watch it it's there's some things in there like it's, it's from 92 or 93 so it's a little dated too but you know i, I can you can definitely pop that in on a horror no it's not really it's not scary it can scare some people but some you know you, you, you can hit Easy. like that night with a vampire and then you can you can mix it up in, in a like a vampire movie so night. what's your overrated eddie overrated or you just don't like it uh well I was gonna say the worst Eddie movie Eddie Murphy movie is Pluto Nash <laughs> um it's just a bad movie I, I can't I can't really uh <laughs> say too much I, I about think, it I think after like 96, 96 maybe after Metro it was like it was, even you could even put Metro in that list that's if an you over- want to but Metro was like, let me try to do Beverly Hills Cop again. You can put it in there if you want to, or it can be on a fence. <clears throat> right. I think that's like the. But the, the thing about it is, I didn't have a problem with Beverly Hills Cop three. It just wasn't. It was just because I by, by the time that came out, it was like Eddie was already in a he's not the same Eddie space. category anymore. So it was like for the the latter part of Eddie Murphy, it was an all right movie. Mm-hmm. But I also, I mean, but I mean, he had a couple good movies or like good performances in the, in between them. you know, but I mean, he, he started making, you know, these, these, uh, kid-esque movies. Started and, making you know, kids. Like, trial and error movies, like you said, Pluto Nash. He was writing his stuff and trying to do little and, Thousand words. Nutty I, Professor. Wait, wait a minute. I like Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor one is okay. I, I give listen. We don't like Janet Jackson in part two. I don't understand why they switched from from Jay to Janet. Why I asked for more money. She, <laughs> she I mean, so they should have gave her. So you gave it. To, I think they wanted to get Janet on the goddamn soundtrack, so they gave her the movie. That sounds like they a, wanted to sell. The, they wanted to sell records. I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. I thought. I mean, I think. Eddie, because he's so talented playing roles, mm-hmm. I just thought those movies were funny. And it was an early glimpse of, of Dave Chappelle. I, mean, I thought oh, yeah. when he was in there cooking. That was the was, best part of that movie. When he was fat. Oh, that was hilarious. That was in one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I like one. One, two is the one that's like, okay, they didn't need to. It didn't need but to. But the, the movie, I, I mean, I think because I didn't, I don't relate to it. I think oh, Golden Child would probably be my overrated. Okay. Eddie movie. It was like once it left, like after the theaters, it. I'm. I'm. I, I would agree that it's overrated, but I. I think because it was so rare, people didn't really get their hands on. Like you were saying, people couldn't. I couldn't find it. Nobody had the VHS. It wasn't on HBO back right. then, so it was kind of like it got lost in the in the Eddie Murphy so collection. So, taking a lead from Eddie Murphy playing characters, right? We got to talk about Martin. Okay, that was a that was a big um big deal over the week of our discussions. Yeah, so so what we did we had we had a bracket <coughs> uh a bracket challenge for Martin Martin's played characters. Yeah, he played nine characters in total on the show, not including Martin Payne. Right. So he had Shanene, he yeah. had Mama Payne, mm-hmm. Elroy. He had King Beef, <laughs> Roscoe, Jerome, mm-hmm. Old Otis, mm-hmm. Dragonfly Jones, mm-hmm. and he played Bob. And Bob. And, Bob the Cobra. And we had a competition to see who won. So <laughs> when I did a, when I did it, I based it on, on Facebook and Instagram uh, polls. Mm-hmm. So Dragonfly Jones ended up going up against Jerome. Mm-hmm. And end up winning. Okay. 
end up winning. I can't be mad at that. I can't be mad at that. Dragonfly Jones's impact on that show, even if it was only two, three episodes, only three episodes, but they're the most one of the three most memorable scenes and and shows out of that out of that series. Like, like Roscoe is was a inch. Like, I mean, he was in a bunch of characters, a bunch of episodes, and and it was like okay, I didn't like looking at him as a, as a kid. So I, it wasn't just, it wasn't funny. Like the, the interactions with Gina, everybody that interacted with Gina, as far as they're trying to be funny, that wasn't Martin Martin. I just wasn't, it didn't connect. With okay. Me. So, so that's Shanae also. So the first competition was, uh, King beef versus Elroy. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with King beef, King beef, you didn't, people be like, who's King Beef? It's because you never really saw Martin playing King Beef in real life. King Beef was a fictional character of black exploitation that Cole, he was like Cole's favorite actor. So Cole would be over Martin's house watching King Beef. And it literally be like 30 seconds. It'd be like, oh, I must save the world. But first, I must dance. <laughs> Go King Beef. Go King Beef. Go King Beef. And that was all of it. But it was like, I remember singing that song so much. It's like, I like King Beef. <laughs> and, and Elroy is similar where it's like he didn't really have a lot of scenes don't you know no good he was like the mechanic who used to be a singer so like don't you remember because no all he kept singing was, don't you know no good 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 don't you know like I, I like them both but you know it, we, we they were going up against Shenanigans whichever one of them was going in the play was going up against Shenanigans so it was a losing battle yeah so the Martin play character bracket was definitely a fun um exercise I had Airboy beating King Beef too because I don't remember he T reminded me of King Beef. I had to look at a, a, a clip of the show to remember. I had King remember. Beef Airboy. Okay. I had Airboy. Airboy. That episode, the um, the Gina gets stuck wherever she was. Yeah. Episode was still a funny episode. It was, it was funny. one of the. It was one of the, I think they were one of the ones that was separate where Gina wasn't wasn't talking to Martin. At the at the particular no, it couldn't have been because no 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 because it was it was it was uh it was a when Jana it was Jana and Martin and they okay they were together they, that was before they yeah had the uh the but they but they. again they went against Shanae and Shanae had it just Shanae just had too many scenes too much appearances for them to really beat Shanae because Shanae had Shanae like, think about it is people people I think people took Shanae for granted but she didn't have any like what. Bad scenes Shanae had. Like Shanae was always in funny scenes. Yeah. Like just from the beginning, with her little interactions with with Pam and Gina in the hallways was always fire. Gina, I was Shanae with Gina and Pam was always funny. Always. But Shanae would just Gina falls flat. But Gina was one of the weaker characters when, in the, in the, in the when, series. When Gina was working at her uh, at her hair salon, that was one of the funny episodes. And she, yeah, definitely. And she, uh, she, she had to change she her hair. Her hair out. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, but no, I like I like my when my favorite Shanae scenes was when they was at the talent show when it was her and your like go yo yo go yo yo hit it and he stopped. That was that was a good one. Well, one of the best Shanae episodes was the Take one. Take it to the head, kid. Was the was the blind was, date with kid? Yeah, when she was first with kid, that was a great that was a great episode. That was uh, Shanae was good. Um, so then we had Jerome versus Roscoe, and of course Jerome was beating Roscoe. Yeah, that was. A- then you had Mama Payne versus Bob. Everybody wasn't crazy about Mama Payne. I think they again another one where it's like she's just playing a regular esque role for a lot of times, and you just forget that she had some some spot, man. Like this the church scene where she was doing the flips and she bit the goddamn bit banister. Mm-hmm. That was a hilarious one. Like she's the way she just she should get on Gina all the time, man. The episode this is the funniest Mama Payne episode to me was when. Gina killed her bird. That was a great episode. <laughs> she, you come home, bird. You come home, mama bird. I just like the fact that when she talk about about uh, Gina, she, I take your hand and I take your hand. I take your hand and I take your hand. Like Mama Payne was 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 good, but and then Bob only had like a few scenes. This whole damn party's out of control. But that's what is good about Bob, because just like Dragonfly Jones, he. Like there's five seasons of Martin, he's probably in two episodes, but those episodes you don't you can't forget. You so can't this forget. is this is what I what I had to come down to. It's like if 
if you're not like a diehard Martin TV show fan and you just watched Martin and you might have seen Bob, if you didn't hear somebody else tell you his, like, say his name in passing, you wouldn't have known what the name of that character was. True. For a long time, you was like, oh, did you see Martin play the white dude? Mm-hmm. You didn't know his name. Mm-hmm. And you had to, like, as as time grew, you found out his name was yeah, Bob. Yeah, because we've all watched these episodes probably like 50 times. So in then, not order. <laughs> then the toughest bracket was probably the elf, the uh, old oldest versus dragonfly yeah, Jones you, bracket. You, you asshole for that one. That was a tough bracket. That was a three versus six right there. So three versus six is a tough bracket. It's in general. <laughs> so facts. I picked. I mean, most people, uh, dragonfly Jones ended up winning the uh, bracket based on 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 the polls, but it was the closest one. Right. Because uh, in Facebook, uh, old oldest actually won. But he only won by one vote. Mm. Whereas in Instagram, Dragonfly won unanimously. It was like eighty two percent of the votes was Dragonfly Jones. Anybody had like funny comments on Um, I think uh my my brother contact he hit me up about uh about Jerome. <laughs> he he told me he was talking about Jerome and how he thought Jerome was the funniest person. Uh, and I, I, There's a good case for Jerome. And the I have Jerome. Oh, and in my personal bracket, I have Jerome. The Shanae versus the Shanae versus Jerome <coughs> in, in that third round. In the third round, Shanae versus Jerome. When people were picking Shanae over Jerome, I had a I had a few friends like, "What? What the people? What do people talk about? Jerome is way funnier than Shanae." I'm like, I I don't know. I mean, Jerome won the bracket, but it was like, how do like how do you even win that one? Like, it's crazy to me. Now, Jerome. Like the, the 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 players' ball is an all time episode. Though so. I said that I figured that I, I and the, and and the Jerome takes a uh, Pam out in the day. Dragonfly won, but to be honest with you, I feel like the the, the Dragonfly beating Jerome is like your 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 uh, prestigious college who's always in it. <laughs> Got the number one seed. Getting beat by got, George Mason. Got, well, not necessarily George Mason. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like George Mason in a way, where they got all the way to the finals and got tripped up by the new hot team type of thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like Dragonfly didn't have a lot of scenes. Like he was he was like a, a, a really small character on scale, but he just stole it. He just stole the way he stole those scenes, which Jerome didn't really steal because he was given more of a platform. Mm-hmm. He doesn't come off as a scene stealer as much. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, but he had some like when he when he had his his big uh show was the when he had the warehouse like they took my gold toothpaste, young in the trunk like all his catch sayings the uh, players ball Jerome and Jerome Jerome was the I love Jerome man Jerome was was a good one man and if I wouldn't been I wouldn't have been surprised if Jerome would have won it all but it was just drag, dragonfly man I think. That one scene when he was at the when he was by the ATM machine and he got his ass beat by Kenji <laughs> in the Bama, he, 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 he made a whole spectacle out of himself. And then, like I said, when he went when he was like he went to the ATM machine and dialed nine one one on the keypad, that was that took the cake for everybody right there, bro. Yeah, yeah. that took the cake. Those two scenes, the then the um him him Kenji. Him trying to teach them uh, self defense and getting his ass whooped each time. It, it yeah, nah. This is one of those like they leave an imprint on you, uh, Dragonfly Jones. Oh, oh, Otis. I love old Otis. Like to me, it's old Otis versus Jerome in my personal Jones. I think I think it was just good to. I think we needed Martin at the time. We definitely needed that show because we had. I mean, because prior to that, the only thing we had on TV that was in that vein was <clears throat> with In Living Color and with the, like, the Wayne and Brothers, like, gave us In Living Color and we, they, it went off air and it was like, man, oh yeah, what do we got next? Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, we had the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but it was, it was a cleaner version of just the black comedy. It was a great show. We love, you know what I'm saying, Fresh Prince. We hold it there, but it's, like, people often compare, like, which one is who you like, like, like no self-respecting person is going to pick the Fresh Prince over Martin. It's just, I just, it just can't happen. Fresh Prince, I love Fresh Prince. I, I don't, I'm not, I don't really want to pit them against each other. I do want to praise Martin's show because sitcoms was super cookie cutter. 
Like you take Family Matters, all the plot you can get plots from what's happening and uh um back in the family ties and you can still like find those same plots. I used to have older older uh black folk tell me how they didn't like Martin's show. They used to hate it because all he oh, was doing uh-huh. was recycling uh, Flip Wilson and this, that, and the third. But my thing is, is I'm like, listen, those he guys just, had their time. But see, like, Martin made Fox. Yes, like, definitely. Like, outside of, like, The Simpsons coming on and uh, Murray with Children, which Murray with Children got marginal ratings, but it was a cult classic. Yeah. It's like, it, we, we just knew it was there, so we just go watch it. Fox re-ran those episodes for years at, like, 11.30 after yeah. the 10 o'clock news. So, it's like... Murray with Children, we, we we watched it and we loved it, but Martin, Martin <clears throat> set up for like because Martin made the wet made that that spot for Living Single to come in. Like I think they came in like a season or two after Martin came out, mm-hmm. and it was like just having Martin come on at eight o'clock and then Living yeah, Single Living come single on right at eight thirty. Like New that York was our that was our hour for the week. Shoot, and then New York Undercover for a while came out yeah. on after that. That was the that was the that was the nine o'clock show. They, yeah, they had an hour the episode. Like TV TV uh, broadcast stations were good for uh, building their stations on uh, or their brands on the back of black TV, hey, and then and bringing the uh, the white counterparts back. I in. mean, that's what ruined. Uh, that's what ruined. I mean, matter of fact, Channel uh, Fox was the home for the. Uh, in Living Color as well. Yes, it was. Yeah. So, and then that same thing happened where it's like the first couple seasons, they got to flex their muscles the way they wanted to. Then the, but then they, the suits came in. They started trying to add stuff and, and add people. And it's, I mean, to be I honest know. with you, if you, people blame that, but it's also hard to continue to find, like, you can't replace Jamie Foxx. No. You can't replace Jim Curry. No. You can't replace Damon Wayans. No. So when you have Damon Wayans, Jim Curry, Jamie Foxx. David Allen Greer, David, who we mentioned earlier. David Allen Greer. You you have those guys leave. Mm-hmm. It's hard to replace. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you can't. Like, and they, don't get me wrong. The, 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 the comedians that they had take place or take part in the show after the fact were quality, but it's not the same. It's, it wasn't the same. But I mean, you need to execute like in Love and Color, a variety show like that or um, sketch show needs good, great writing and great execution, and it needs to hit like so kind of like they like Keenan put together that that show. That was a once in a lifetime. I had I have a lot of people who 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 take a dump on on Marlon Wayne is a lot, and they really I had somebody say this is not a fan of the Wayne brothers period. And I'm like, man, you, I don't know how, like, like I've been watching them. I mean, Wayne and brothers, the Wayne and brothers have been giving it to you since they, 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 they are the master of the parody. Yes. The spoof movie. They, that's their, I mean, I'm going to get you sucker. sucker from well, I mean, I, like, I, I like. So I, we, we've segment, we segued in the nineties comedy, like. Like we 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 gotta give Keenan his and the Wayans family they props. I'm just... gonna get you sucker, man. That movie is a classic. It should be you. It should be on TV, like randomly tonight, and and just you like, oh man, look what's on when TV. I was a kid, it used I'm to gonna be... get you suckers on. Yeah, yeah it used to be. Like, on... It was so great. Yeah, it, uh, it, it used to be on. It needs to it needs to be on every streaming channel. Another one that needs to be like I don't like as as genius as Keenan Keenan is. I don't know how. More like more work doesn't get output from this guy. Like, I mean, he had his hand in all the Wayne and Brothers movies. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I, I think he should have like low I, down because I, he, I, I like I like Keenan in front of the camera, man. Low down, Dirty yeah. Shane was I love that. Movie. Yeah, no, no doubt. I I think um for whatever reason I think well what I think is well I, I thought this a while ago like why wasn't Keenan Tyler Perry like why how did not come together for them that they have their own studio, that they're putting out their own movies or whatever. I don't know. I mean, Keenan, you know, you don't know the insides I, I out. Mean, so I think, Hopefully there's a memoir coming out, you know what I mean, at some point. I think, I mean, just because he's a legend. I mean, in opportunities, you gotta, I mean, sometimes things aren't available at the time. I think Tyler Perry, he had, I mean, granted he did make movies, but he made his name in, in a chilling circuit with, you know what I'm saying, as a playwright, yeah. and having those plays, and he 
he did his thing in the in the play, and he had no. I'm just I, and then I he see, said and then he said forget it, and he went and built his whole thing. And yeah. You know, if you may not like a lot of his movies, you may not like any of no, his movies, but man, you gotta respect the his guy, his game. He has he he has done a lot for for the black another the black cinema. A linchpin in nineties comedy. Nobody wants nobody really gives their his flowers a little bit last couple of years, but Robert Townsend. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Hollywood Shuffle. Uh Media Man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, I went to see Media Man. Media Man was too. Yeah, I would, we would watch that like over and over again. It was just so funny. <clears throat> Meteor man, um, Robert Thompson don't get that that love that he probably should. Like, Five he, Heartbeats is like one of our most dearest movies. Five Heartbeats is a it's classic. one of our dearest movies, man. And I, I just like that's we we couldn't end it. We couldn't we can't like end the nineties comedy uh, discussion. With I mean, it makes sense. Man. It makes sense. You bring up Robert Thomas because you know him and him and Kim are pretty much like best friends. Yeah, and yeah. Kim, that's why. I, that's they, why we, they've been like they 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 were. You know what I'm saying tight since the we, beginning. You gotta talk about if you're talking about Keenan, you gotta talk about Robert Thompson, I think. So we used to have the conversation like at first it was like who we think was the funniest Dame uh, uh, when it was like it was Damon or Keenan and then Marlon like for like a good three years he mm-hmm. was like he just skyrocketed past both like he was just a. Like they, the youngins just made him. Mm-hmm. I mean, six man. Uh, what's the one when he was uh, when he had got the allergic reaction to the to the to the uh, sensibility or something? I think it was called oh, sensibility. Six, yeah, senseless. Senseless. Yeah, yeah. And that I mean, and he was just he was just a really good physical comedian. Yeah, he still is. You man. know, and it's good. like like that. He he found his way. To be different, I mean, because it was one thing to be funny, but you can't really just be funny when you in a funny family. You gotta be different. Yeah, and he had his own style. Now was his. He had his own style, and he made his own way in that in that sense. And yeah. and Marlon Wayans has continued to to work and improve upon his craft. Like I, 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 my hat went off to him when he just did this this last movie. It was like you know people may have an opinion on it whether or not they liked it or not, but to be the star. Mm-hmm. The co-star, mm-hmm. the third act, like he he oh, played. I, I haven't seen that job. He played a lot, he, and I think it wasn't it wasn't that bad. But it was, I, I think he did a pretty good job. His special it. wasn't that bad either. It wasn't the worst. Like it, it, was, it was okay. It, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was. It was bad. just like oh okay, Martin's doing stand up. Like no, I've no. heard him talk about it, but now I've actually seen him do. Yeah, one. it was. I, I wouldn't go. I, I I think he's he was here. Uh, Doing that circuit, like it depends on the situation. I might, I would probably go see Mar. I would probably go see Marlon do stand up. They got a, they, I mean, Damian Wayans Jr. is out there now. Uh, Damian Wayans is out there now. Um, saw uh, T- Tiffany Haddish got uh, another Damian Wayans. Uh, yeah, their cousin. Their cousin. Yeah, out she there tells now. her story just being like a cousin of them. Like, yeah, they over there, and I'm over here. Yeah, I'm over here. So. Yeah. Yeah, they they they're like a gift that keeps on giving for black comedy. I mean, Damon Damian Wayans. Man, Major Pain. <laughs> Major Pain is one of my favorite. Blank Man, Mo Money. <laughs> oh, Homie the Clown, just as the character. Just, just I mean, even in the Underground when he did Mr. Grumpy. If you if you never seen the Underground, you get a chance to find a clip of it on YouTube or just surfing the net. And when he did the Underground, he had a little he had a sketch comedy uh, I, show I on. Yeah, he had a sketch comedy show for about a uh, like a season. Mm-hmm. On Showtime, mm-hmm. I mean, it was. I mean, imagine them doing Homie the Clown now. It wouldn't last long because the cancel, the cancel. You know what I'm saying? Scene would try to get him out of here unless you clean it up. And like, if you clean it up, then you don't really have anything because he was a rude clown, busting mm-hmm. people's out of head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mr. Grumpy was sort of like that in a way, but he was just. It was just raw. It was just raw, and I love Mr. Mr. Grumpy, but I mean, but Major Pain. Yeah, let's talk about Major Pain. Major Pain, man, that is the one. Like Damon Wayne, no Damon. Listen, Damon Wayne's was people don't. Re- I, I think people just don't. You gotta appreciate. Shout out your, to Karen Parsons. You man. gotta appreciate the ghosts of your times, and he was a. I mean, because to be honest with you, the last Boy Scout was one of my favorite. Bruce Willis Lester. is like my favorite guy. Like, him. like I love Arnold, I love Sylvester, but Bruce Willis is my guy. So him and Damon Wayne's that that dynamic duo was. I loved it. So Damon Wayans was my guy since then, and then you have Major Payne, where it's like from beginning to end, man. That, that, that just when he the, the beginning of the movie, ah, oh, my leg, my leg. <laughs> when we take your pain off that, we take your mind off that pain, boy. 
<laughs> oh, my finger. <laughs> Works every time. <laughs> you know Major Payne was, was, yeah, it was another classic out of the 90s. You know what I mean? Another 90s classic comedy movie. Like, he was just ruthless, man. It was it was Karen Parsons at her, at one, at her prime. You know what I mean? And it's just him just going off on little kids is probably one of the funniest Orlando things. Brown. <laughs> Shout out to Orlando Little Brown. Orlando Brown. Oh my God, man. When he was in a dorm, a little kid. Yeah, you just to see him what he is now. You would not have guessed it. Like Damien, his uh yeah, I I didn't realize that was his, his uh nephew in that movie until like we got older. Yeah, Damien, no, man, yeah, he was yeah. the one who like I had him. Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah, Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we love Stacey Dash. That's when the black folk oh, love yeah. Stacey Dash. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we still love looking at Stacey Dash. <laughs> we just don't necessarily fuck with Stacey Dash yeah, no more. She classifies herself as a white woman. So, you know, the trade is, <laughs> has been completed. I don't know what we got for her, but <laughs> in the racial we, draft. We, we, got, we got glazed donut sandwiches at KFC <laughs> for Stacey Dash. That's what we got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about uh, off the In Love and Color Tree our man Jamie Foxx. The Jamie Foxx show. Oh man, the Jamie Foxx show. So I, it's funny, I was talking, I'm like, you know what? Uh, Braxton Hartlebrig, it was my man. Mm-hmm. Like, when he used to say Broham, <laughs> like, that was like, yo, that was a, that was a cultural, <laughs> that was a cultural thing. Yeah, nah. When you used to, you used to get in a fight doing it. You would curry somebody doing that. You definitely had the bus stop doing yeah. it. Like, yeah. The morning after you watched Jamie Foxx. Like, it was a one, it was one scene where it was like, they was talking about something. Uh, and the thing, it was, a, it was ordering pizza. Ding dong, hello, who is it? It's a pizza man. Here you go. <laughs> Broham was one of the... Uh, you call everybody Broham. And, and you got, you got to have, you, you got to give it up for, uh, for Garrett Morris. Yeah, man. Being in two classic shows in the nineties, yeah, in the nineties. Okay, he's in the nineties. Yeah, no, we're talking about he's, the nineties. He's been, he's been. So Martin, he's, he's, he's a TV legend. We talk about characters on Martin. Is him, him on on a uh, on the Martin show? Is is, is Martin having, Boss. Uh, Alex Thomas was on. The, the, oh yeah, Alex Thomas. Yeah, AJ yeah, Johnson was on there for a while. It was like a, it was a break of two. It was like basically two shows. Like it was the show as uh, Jamie Foxx as the bellhop. Yeah. And then it was Jamie Foxx as the jingle guy. And he had he put he stopped being a platform yeah, for yeah, yeah. these other comedians he to put, come on. Like like I said, Alex Thomas uh, was on there. Crazy. AJ Johnson was on there. Crazy Legs was on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he put a lot of comedy was, comedians uh, on. Spencer. Um, yes. The, the last yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a uh, hosted vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's actually he, he, no, he's funny, and I think he, he, I think he actually wrote for the show too. He probably did. he does a lot of writing. Yeah, like he, like I got, I don't know why his name is in slip my mind right now, but he does a lot of writing for. He's done a lot of writing in the past for uh, TV shows and, and such like that. Nah, he he was um and he did he's doing he did some stuff for uh Real Housewives of Hollywood. Did he? Let's talk about he, he probably wrote there. on there too. I mean he's 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 funny man. Yeah, no, nah, he's funny. Jamie Fox, um, Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox is is, is man. We just gotta, we just gotta, you know, respect the Wanda from a living color. You just gotta respect, you know what I mean. Chris Spencer go. was it's Chris Spencer. Okay, yeah. I'm ready oh. to go. I said, <laughs> I'm a rock and roll. Nah, but man, Jamie, Jamie, I love Jamie Foxx because a lot of times you had these talents. Jamie Foxx is like one of the greatest talents. When you watch him do stand up, he'll he'll give you that hour special. And then after his hour, he's always had a piano. He'd go and play the piano. He'd sing, and he would cook somebody at the same. Like, he, like I can't. It, it was a one where he had this big girl came out there, and it was. You know what I'm saying, she 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 was part of the fun. She was cool with it, and he was like, it's like what you want? And he was like singing, "Do you want a cheeseburger?" <laughs> and he was just singing to her, but it like him, him crushing the melody of it was still dope though. He's crushing Doug Williams' career. That was oh man, at the Rose. Do you have any jokes for Emmett? 
I'm not Jamie Foxx. I am your conscience. I am your conscience. <laughs> it still hits. To he also day. he also by default helped Kevin Hart because when Kevin Hart came on his show and Jamie Foxx had been putting his foot on a lot of comedians' necks to come on the show and Kevin Hart oh, actually yeah, yeah, punched back. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he started talking about his hairline. On the foxhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, like, <laughs> he's like, I hurt you with the hairline. He's like, he's like, but are you working? Yeah, you know I'm working, Jamie. <laughs> you know I'm working, Jamie. <laughs> but no, that was, a, that was a good one. Hey, look, we all out of here tonight, man. It was a, been, a, been a great one. All right. 